We are privileged to welcome Dove Hyken to the podcast, who's here to discuss the rash of anti-Semitic hate crime. Dove has been a brave and outspoken leader in the Orthodox community for over four decades. The former assemblyman is the founder of Americans Against Anti-Semitism, and Dove, it is an actual, it is an absolute honor and privilege to speak with you. Thank you for all the amazing work that you do. Thank you. It's good to be with you. And we know there's been a surge in anti-Semitic hate crimes. You've been on top of this from day one. Every week, another horror story. I know you've interviewed many of these victims personally. Sometimes it's a train on the street, broad daylight, people brutally beaten. So tell us about this terrifying trend. Who is to blame? And what, if anything, do you think can be done? First of all, I just want to point out uh, that the latest statistics for the month of August uh, uh, that just came out of the police department uh, that I'm looking at, uh, the actual document from the police department, it shows the following, which is shocking, that just in the month of August, based on reported uh, incidents of hate, you have all the other groups, Asian, Black, uh, ethnic, gender, Hispanic, and Jewish, all the other groups put together, excluding the Jewish people, a total of 19 acts of hate against all the other groups, in terms of the Jewish people, 24. Um, I mean, this is unbelievable. Wow. Uh, so, look, Just this, is happening all the, yeah, it's, this is happening all the time now. And the, the thing for people to remember, because I think people can get used to this in the sense that, yeah, you give a kvetch, terrible, horrible, but there are real victims of each and every act of hate. And I want to point out, you know, 24 in August, how many people do not report the incidents of hate directed against them? I mean, I meet people always. I beg them to report it. But people are afraid. People are victimized. And then they're afraid to do anything for a variety of reasons. You know, they they, you know, they feel the criminal justice system is a joke. Nothing is going to happen anyway. What difference does it make? Why should why should they put themselves through, you know, having to deal with the criminal justice system? So it's a it's a it's a terrible situation. And real victims who live with the incidents directed against them, someone who is a victim of hate. Now, to them, it's not a statistic. They live with it when they go to sleep. You know, it's part of who they are now for for life, forever. Right. So people need to remember that. And and one of the things that we pointed out in a recent report, and I'm, you know, in New York, I mean, it's happening all over the country. But in New York, uh, we found that 70 percent of the incidents of uh, hate against the Jewish people are committed by other minority groups. Yeah. And when and when you ask me, you know, what can be done? I mean, that's a complicated question. There are a lot of okay possibilities. But one thing for sure, if you don't talk about the thing I just mentioned, 70% of the attacks by other minority groups, nobody talks about this. Nobody brings this up for discussion. How do you solve a problem if you don't even face the problem? Right. You know, why is there hate? Why why do we see so many cases of uh, people in the black community and others just beating up on Jews? Where's that hate coming from? Though those are real important questions that need to be addressed and need to be discussed if we will ever make any progress in terms of dealing with the problem. 
you know, the one thing the politicians do, everyone does, which, you know, a lot of courage it takes. They're against anti-Semitism, right? Everybody's against anti-Semitism. The question is, if you're a mayor, if you're a governor, whoever you are, what is the plan? What is the plan? How are we going to deal with it to truly make a difference, to give people confidence in the Jewish community? Because people in the Jewish community who are watching this unfolding, nobody, nobody can point at anyone and say, oh, okay, they're dealing with it. It takes time, but they're dealing with it. That is simply not happening. Right. And on that note, I mean, uh, we there's clearly a very pivotal race here and it's getting national attention. I'm talking about the governor's race. Obviously, you came out last week uh, endorsing uh, Lee Zeldin. And it does feel like, you know, the Jewish community is not united in support of Zeldin. I'm not saying they're supporting Governor Hochul, but clearly here, Governor Hochul is the one in charge. And I understand that there's this fear of alienating whichever candidate ends up winning. But I wonder what your thoughts are about that. Look, uh I, you know, I have always followed uh, the philosophy to the best of my ability to try to do what you think is right, you know, right in the eyes of Hashem, right? I mean, let's not forget uh, Kurdish Barfu. That, you know, that's not a minor thing. You know, he's part of it. So doing the right thing is very important. I think the latest polls that indicate that Zeldin really has a shot will definitely influence a lot of people. I mean, people within the Jewish community in particular, our Jewish community all over, uh, they they understand that Zeldin represents much more who they are and what they're looking for. And I think the most important thing, if if you have crime that is rampant, out of control, and that the criminals know that the justice system is working on their behalf, not on, not on behalf of the victim, you know, the Rahmanis is for the criminal, you know, not exactly. for the innocent victims of crime. That's exactly what's going on today with district attorneys. So, you know, I tell people out there and to all of the listeners of this show, uh, you know, you don't have to agree with Zeldin on everything. And you can be a Democrat, as I still am. But, you know, in this race, you really don't have a choice. You can fetch, you can complain, uh, you know, when you talk to your friends in your kitchen, your bedroom, with your wife, with your kids. But if you don't vote in November, if you don't vote for Zeldin, Really, there is no chance of anything changing. So just remember that. If you don't, you can make a difference. There's no question about it. We don't know how the race is going to go. We don't know how close it's going to be. So therefore, every community, every single person truly, truly counts. And everybody knows what's going on out there. The the leadership, you know, looks at the present governor who has tremendous power of handing out a lot of goodies to people, all kinds of programs. And you see it almost every day. The governor announces giving money to different groups. But again, if you can't live in the city, if you're afraid to send your kids on a train, a bus, or to walk down the street, then there's no, it makes no sense. None of it matters. So right now, the thing most important is to have someone like Elise Zeldin, uh, who can truly make a difference. Is it going to be easy? No, because the legislature in Albany is still going to be Democrats. But if you're the governor, let me tell you, you have tremendous power to get some things done 
that will matter to every single New Yorker. Yeah. So I hope people will do the right thing and not just fetch and talk, <laughs> but actually go out there and vote. Yeah, and Zeldin has pledged that the first move he'll make in office is to fire woke DA Alvin Bragg, and that would certainly send a message. Oh, what more do you need? Yeah. Exactly. What more do you need? I mean, if, if Zeldin, this is what Zeldin said, I believe he means it. How powerful of a message will that be? I mean, that, so there you have it, just one particular thing. But certain things need to change in Albany. And the governor, you know, you know, budget time comes around. Elected officials want all kinds of goodies. If you're the governor and if you're Lee Zeldin, you can get things done that will benefit every single New Yorker, that will benefit everyone within the Jewish community. Because if you can't walk the streets, you cannot live in New York. There's no future. It's plain and simple. It's going to be unlivable. And a lot of things that you're emphasizing, you know, which I'm really not hearing any, anywhere else, like you said, the minorities are the ones who are responsible, not the white supremacists like the mainstream media would like us to believe. What is the game plan? Yeah, everybody can express their heartfelt condolences when there's a crime committed. You know, everybody can express their outrage. That's not, that's not doing us any good. So as far as a game plan goes, I've even spoken to you know, some leaders and politicians myself said to them, all right, but like what exactly? And they talked about going into schools and minorities and trying to educate them. That that may be very nice to help 15, 20 years down the line. That's not going to yeah. help us. Uh, Besides, whatever we've, <laughs> we've been doing this for the last 20 years, all I yeah. hear is about education. <laughs> yeah. What happened to all the education? Education, <laughs> education, and we are worse off than ever before. It's a farce. It's a joke. And we need to start looking at things differently. We need to start saying, whatever we're doing up until now, it's not working. That's clear. The numbers keep on increasing. You know, one of the things we did in our recent report is to indicate, you know, people who have committed acts of hate against Jews the last four years, we showed clearly that there were literally no consequences for the hate crimes committed against the Jewish people. You can beat up on Jews. Nothing is going to happen. Oh, that oh, is a geez. fact of life. A it's fact staggering. of life. And I would I would urge the Anti-Defamation League, we, we have challenged them. You know, it's very nice for the ADL to release a report every year telling us how many incidents of hate happen against the Jewish people. I mean, that's the easy part. Can you imagine if they were to do what we're doing with their resources, and every year they would report what happened to the perpetrators of hate. Every DA would have their eyes open and be concerned about that report as to what it's going to show. So, you know, there we need to do things differently than we have done it up until now. We need to be honest with what's going on. As you, as I pointed out and you pointed out, why, why don't we talk about the fact that almost all hate crimes are committed from minority groups. 77% of precincts, Jews are victimized in, it's not just Borough Park, Midwood, Williamsburg, Crown Heights. People think it's only in those neighborhoods. We found that anti-Semitism acts of hate against Jews have taken place in 77% of precincts in New York. No other group has anything similar to that. Jew hatred is literally all over New York. Now, do you have thoughts on uh, Mayor Eric Adams? Uh, he says all the right things, but uh, could he be doing more? He's going to blame Hochul. He's going to blame 
uh, claiming it's that's the state level because of the bail bail situation. But uh, you know, we have seen, in my opinion, not much action. Well, you know, as you say, you know, the mayor says the right things. He shows the sympathy. You know, the routine is always the same. Yeah. You know, uh, the incidents happen in Crown Heights. They have a press conference in Crown Heights. Uh, uh, just recently, they had a press conference in Williamsburg. And the mayor comes down and all the political people there and all the schwitzes and the machers, uh, you know, uh, we in the Jewish community have more machers than any other community in the world, in the history of the world. <laughs> everybody's a macher, everybody's doing and so on. And but it's the same routine. They'll increase the police presence for a couple of weeks and then everything goes back to normal. You know, the simple question that I have of Mayor Adams is show me a plan. You know, when you have a problem, you know, there's a plan of how to deal with it. It may be a one page plan, two page, three pages. There's got to be something that we're going to follow a certain procedure. We're going to do certain things to address the issues of hatred, Jew hatred. I've asked for this plan. Maybe they'll give it to you uh, as a reporter. Uh, the governor, the same thing. Talk is cheap. Telling me you're against anti-Semitism is a farce. It doesn't mean anything unless you do something concrete. You know, I'm not asking anyone to guarantee to get rid of Jew hatred, but can we do more? Can there be a more effective approach to dealing with it? Why is there so much hate against the Jewish people? I mean, that's a question we need to start talking about. Why will a young black person walk over to a Hasidic Jew and belt him in the face, not take his phone, not take his wallet, not not take anything except to beat up on a Jew. Where is that coming from? I would like to understand that because that's the only way we could possibly address this this hatred. Uh, and we see it all over the place. Thank God for video surveillance that we are these these incidents are documented. Otherwise, otherwise no one would believe it. Yeah. So. We see who the perpetrators are. And by the way, as, as far as white supremacists, I mean, de Blasio, that, that was his big thing. Oh, you know, the only thing he knew was white supremacists. I can't find any. I don't know if you can. I'm still looking for a white supremacist who is terrorizing the Jewish community. I'm still looking. If I, if I find one, I'll let you know. Exactly. I mean, the most you find is some random state in the South where they'll be protesting with signs. I mean, you literally do not. Right, hate. right. Look, look, there could be an incident we had in Staten Island with three uh, white, young white individuals uh, uh, chased the young Jewish person off a bus, stole his yarmulke. I mean, those are exceptional. And we need to we need to look at everything. Sure. Of course. But we need to look at if I say 70 percent of all the attacks have emanated from the minority communities. That's that's a very serious statistic that we can't just pretend it doesn't exist. By the way, the ADL did a report recently, 55 pages on hate. 55 pages. I read all 55 pages. All about white supremacists. They never mentioned what is actually happening here in New York. I wonder why. I wonder why they will not confront that particular aspect where we know who the perpetrators are and why not have that discussion? We're not blaming any community. We're just saying, if you want to solve a problem, you got to recognize what's the problem. You know, it, it's a great point. You, you keep reaffirming this. I've heard you mention this in other places as well, that it was not like this 15, 20 years ago, 25 years ago. Was there always some anti-Semitism? Yes. 
it wasn't even nearly the kind of hatred and you're and, and you're asking the right questions and you're one of the few people i think who are focusing on that you know like why we have to get the the actual root cause and in light of that i think i i need to mention you know the very timely point which today we're recording this on sunday and the new york times put out this hit piece uh, attacking the yeshivas obviously that's a whole separate topic with the you know the secular education guidelines that uh, the state is trying to push through um, whatever one's position is on the actual education issue, but the article at the start, if you had a chance to see it, it's full of stereotypes. It's it, it's full of you know these these like vicious attacks. They're targeting the Hasidish Chadarim specifically. But I have to believe, you know, you look at even the online comments when this kind of story is put out there. I have to believe that it certainly increases anti-Semitism and hatred. I you, look. I read the article. It's one of the lo- longest articles uh, I have read. Yeah. Times uh, true uh, does stuff in depth, but wow! I kept on reading, reading, reading it. It just never stopped. <laughs> and uh, there is no question that this the the material within that article can only forget about the issue of the education. But this article is so dangerous, so dangerous in terms of the people who already hate the Jewish people. They already hate the Jewish people. And this article gives them so many things to sort of, you know, dig into and to accuse the Jewish people. You know, people, you know, the haters don't truly differentiate between a Hasidic Jew and another Jew. Exactly. A Jew is a Jew. Let's keep that in mind. It's only much easier to identify a Jew if if you're Hasidic. You know, it's clear. You can walk in Manhattan and people are dressed a certain way. You'll, you don't know who they are. You don't know if they're Jewish. Okay? But those who hate the Jewish people don't care how religious you are, whether you're Orthodox, conservative, reform, or whether you're an atheist. I mean, that's the lesson we should have learned from the Holocaust. It didn't matter. It didn't even matter if you converted to Catholicism. You still were a Jew, period, <laughs> period. All Jews, we're, we're all in the same boat at the end of the day for the Jew haters. Dove, as always, I mean, this was an absolutely phenomenal appearance, as, as expected. You're a clear thinker. Obviously, you know, you're very, very passionate. But but you mentioned early on, sort of in passing, you approach every issue. I've seen this. I used to listen to your radio show way back uh, every Matzai Shabbos. And, I, and my wife and I always loved it. You approach every issue from a standpoint of just, you know, getting at the, getting to the bottom of it, getting to the truth. It, you, you have like, you're not beholden to any party, to any group. Like you literally just speak your mind and, and I'm a So I really, really. Well, yeah, I listen, I appreciate it. And that is part of the problem very often. Uh, you know, doing the right thing should be the motto, regardless if you're a Democrat, Republican or anything else. I mean, you just got to remember, for us, especially as Jews who, you know, have faith in HaKadosh Baruch Hu and God, you know, you know, God is watching. It's all being recorded, uh, not just in this podcast, but up there in Shemayim. And uh, Jews are suffering. Jews are taking off their yarmulkes when they go into Manhattan. Jews are hiding their Jewish identity because they're afraid. New York, America, 2022. What can we expect in the future? What does the future hold for us? That's a question every single... I know we have beautiful homes and beautiful communities and beautiful cars and and all the rest of it. People should think about, is there a future in America, in New York, if things continue on this path? I mean, that's a real question a lot of people are asking. And that's a, 
a very sad commentary on what's going on today. You're right. We never, I served for 36 years. We, we, you know, I was always involved in anything that involved anti-Semitism, but we never had anything like this, like we have the last four years. Jewish hate, out of control. Okay, and Leslie, uh, how can people support you and your great organization? Well, look, uh, we can use everyone's help. Uh, you know, we've, I can't believe it's four years now. This was not my plan when I left the assembly to create a tax-exempt organization, Americans Against Anti-Semitism. But, you know, watching Jews getting beaten up, you know, uh, considering that I come from a family where my mother went to Auschwitz in 1944, uh, her mother and many members of her family went straight to the gas chambers that day. The only crime they committed was the fact that they were Jews. That was it. Nothing else. They were Jews. They deserve to be annihilated, right? That is exactly the story. So look, you know, am I going to solve the problem? Are you going to solve the problem? No. But we got to do our part. And then the rest is in the hands of Hashem. So go to AmericansAA.org and support us. Help us. Be part. If you can't be involved, if you can't be in the front lines, at least support the work that we are doing. So it's AmericansAA.org. Uh, not hard to get in touch with me. Uh, people call me from everywhere. It's amazing uh, about everything and anything. So, you know, you want to be part of it? Help us. Help us to continue to do the work. And, and by the way, I don't want to get into it, but there's some other amazing things that you'll be hearing about very soon that we are doing that no one else is doing. Okay, make sure you keep surprised, and that is uh, that's an exciting uh, little uh, cliffhanger there. All right, former Assemblyman Dove Hyken, head of uh, Americans Against Anti-Semitism, on the Vindus podcast.